Hey, this is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And if you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Giannoutsis. He's prepared to ignite. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey, listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and I want to welcome you to today's episode, which is a mashup, and I have three wonderful guests on this mashup. Hey, team, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, we would love to see you there in those different tribes or communities, and feel free to go to those different platforms and check them out. Hey, team, what I'd love you to do also is actually share this episode with three other people and get them involved with the podcast because they're having some wonderful guests, some great information being shared, and love to see other people enjoying the podcast. So three wonderful guests today. Lundy Jack, who is from episode 11, is an entrepreneur. Mark Reese thomas from episode 13, he is an entrepreneur. And Steve Paps Jr., who is from episode 14, entrepreneur, but also somebody who actually helps a lot of people in their wellness and fitness side of things. So three wonderful people to listen to. Team, take notes, sit back, and enjoy this mashup. Hey, uh, Lundy, here's a, here's a great question in the sense of, who is your favorite leader? Now, this person could be alive or could they could be from history. Who is your favorite leader and why? Oh, you know what? Uh, I would say my parents, Dennis. My, my parents, both my mom and dad, has just taught me so many valuable things. And you know what? You don't know that when you're a child. And the irony of this answer to your question is that you know, my dad was very corporate. Um, he's not with us anymore. So obviously, I've got a lot of corporate teachings from him. Um, but my mom was not corporate at all. And so from her, I got a lot of teachings in love. And so that has really brought together in me the eagle eye of looking at things strategically in a corporate context, but also the love that's associated with leadership and the, the fact that ultimately we are here to serve as a leader. We're here to serve people. We're here to inspire people. And not everyone is our people. You know, we all have our audience. We all have people that resonate with us and we, we have people who don't. But I think as a leader, there's a sense of responsibility and accountability. And my dad has given me the analytical mind and my mom's given me more the creative mind. And I think it's the bringing the two of those together that makes for, for a powerful leader today. 
Yeah, great. And and when you talked about with your parents and and the servant leadership side of things, can you tell us a little bit more or give us an example of where you've actually done that servant leadership side of things and why that's important for people? To serve as a leader? Yeah. I think, Dennis, you know what? A lot of people, and I think during this time now especially, a lot of people have not had a stable upbringing. From there on, a lot of people has gone to schools that's not necessarily taught them right. Me and Mike is putting a lot of heart and soul and work at the moment into working with some of the educational institutions and schools around the world in order to get people to see their education from a whole new perspective, to start seeing the holes in their education, to see where, even though they had well-meaning parents and even though they had well-meaning teachers and academics and business schools and whoever trained them, that there's holes in our education as leaders and there's holes in our education as entrepreneurs. So for me, serving people as a leader means helping them filling those gaps, helping them see, look, I have the following aspects about myself. These following eight things that I do is absolutely incredible. But because of these two things, these two pieces in my education that didn't went right, I can be so much more. There's so much more potential for me. Um, you know, a simple thing is confidence. And here I'll bring the example in of my parents. You know, my, my mom and dad has been from a very young age very adamant about the incredible importance of a healthy confidence because if you don't have a healthy confidence, you view the world in a way where you feel either unresourceful or you're distrusting or you're constantly comparing yourself or you think everyone has their knife in for you. And so you're so busy giving out energy, competing with this world or trying to to validate yourself that you completely forget that you're working here with people that need your inspiration, that need your hope, that need your intelligence, whatever it is that, that you're bringing to the world. So... My parents in that regard, as an example, as my leaders, has never allowed me to slide. And and with slide, I mean, is to never view me as something that's lesser than. Okay. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, I think the, the thing here that you talked about as well is that stable leadership and that confidence. And I think nowadays where we are with things right now, where we're needing that a lot more. Mark, if I was to ask you who your favorite leader is, now this person could be alive or they could be, you know, from history. Who is your favorite leader and why? You know, Dennis, it's interesting you ask that. There's a lot of people who have influenced me, but I've got to tell you that hands down, the greatest leader in my view who has ever walked this earth is Jesus. And whatever views you have of religion or Christianity, his leadership in my view is unequaled. Uh, the way he led himself and those around him is remarkable. And, I, and I'll offer a few thoughts on that, Dennis, if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. The interesting thing is that if you pick up any good book on leadership, you'll discover that Jesus lived out all of those main leadership principles. In fact, many of the books draw on the things that he said and did. And we're really just rediscovering the life he lived now, uh, and we're putting it into leadership books. For example, today's buzzword is servant leadership. In other Mm. words, to be a great leader, you have to serve those who you lead. Well, that's exactly what Jesus did. He just did that. And get this, he did it at the age of 30, which is remarkable. Um, But, you know, the the other thing that really astounds me when when you think about him as a leader is he was a guy who entered life with all the hurdles you could imagine, all the obstacles. He was born without a biological father. Just think about that. 
people looked at him and said, you're illegitimate. They had another word for him, Dennis, which I won't say, but that's what they, <laughs> <laughs> that's the way they saw him. He was from the smallest and most insignificant clan of the Jewish race. They knew that. And he was from a place called Nazareth that was so small, it's where the shepherds used to dwell. In fact, there was a saying that went around, and it was, can anything good come from Nazareth? Imagine coming from a place like that, wanting to change the world. He had no formal training. So with all of that background, he changed the people around him. He broke down a, a political and religious system, and he, and he changed the world, let's be honest. He changed it for thousands of years and to the point that people were willing to die for him. He never wrote a book, but they say, I've heard it said that the, the libraries can't contain the books that are written about him. So why do I consider him as my favorite leader? Well, he demonstrates that leadership's not about where you were educated, what position you have in a company, who you know. Leadership is all about who you choose to be. So that's someone who I've, I've just been meditating on the last, you know, last few months. Funnily, you asked that question. Yeah, amazing. And so uh, the person you want to be, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of people that go into organizations or they have a title or they've been in an organization for a long time and their whole identity is around that role or around that role organization. So what you're saying here is that, you know, who do you want to be as a person? Is, is that what you're saying there, Mark? Is that Absolutely. And some of the most remarkable leaders I've worked with are not people with titles. They're people with influence. The people who have chosen to be who they want to be. Yeah, and that's the beautiful thing is there's that word influence, right? So mm -hmm. that's real leadership whereby people can influence others as well. And if you can't influence, then you're probably not a leader. Or if you're out for, as uh, John Maxwell says on a lot of times, he says, if you're out uh, going for a walk and you, you've got a group of people following you because you've influenced them, that's great. If you're out there going for a walk and you're by yourself, you're just going for a hike. That's all it is. Hey, um, so so what the question I've got here is, who is your favorite leader? Now, this person could be alive or it could be someone from history, and, and why? So who is your favorite leader and why? I guess uh, I guess that would be Michael Jordan. And and it, and it dates back to my um, high school years where I, I used to idolize him. And it's, it's just because of his, 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 his whole being. You know, he's a very passionate person. He's very driven. And he's very laser-focused. Which I think is what we, what what is required of our leaders for today, and going going into the next five to ten years is, is having more clarity, more more clear sense of vision, and being able to drive that that whole movement towards that vision. Yeah, yeah, okay, good. And so Michael Jordan, yeah, and I think of late on um, and Netflix and that they've got some series that have come out about him and that. Hey, have you been watching that, or was that something you like to go and watch? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, watched, I've watched all of it, but I've, I, I've followed them most of my life, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, great. And it's just beautiful to see somebody with so much talent and going out there, but also being that inspirational and role model for other people, which is really, really important because, um, you know, we, we need these role models in our lives today, and he's one of those which has been of the past, right, which is great. Yeah, and I think one, one aspect even in that was, he was saying that I'll, I'll make sure we win regardless. Okay, he, cool. Yeah, And he's always had that, that, that high-level standard that he sets, not just for himself but for everybody, so it's very congruent. 
Yeah, so something you just said there, which is about the high level of standard. I mean, I know at times people can be quite hard on ourselves, you know, as individuals because we've got those standards for ourselves. But how important is that as a leader to have those high level of standards and, and what would you do around that space? Yeah, I believe it's quite important, obviously. I mean, if you're, if you're going into high performance or any managerial role, leadership role, it's because people need to see that role model. They need to they need someone to set that bar for them, and and then everyone can kind of aspire to that. So, for example, when you come to Generation Dadboard, people can already see what the standard is. They can expect a level of of transformation coming through the program, not just because of myself, but because of thousands of other people who have come before them. So, there's a high bar that they're not going into a a another program they're actually going into a transformative program where we're setting the bar not just for their house but into their their work life into their personal life into their personal i mean sorry into their relationship with themselves and also everyone else around them so i mean there was one quote that i heard one time which is that you know how you are in one area is how you are in all areas so you know when you don't set the bar high in one area you're most likely probably letting, letting the ball slip in other areas of your life yeah, and it, that's a really interesting point. I mean, I um, I know that as I'm working with leaders and executives around the world, those who are high performing and out there really making some things happen, I looked around and went, mm, there's not many who are actually overweight. Uh, they tend to exercise a lot. They're out there and doing fitness. And then, you know, a lot of people could go, well, where do they find the time? I mean, they, they're really busy people. But they make that as a priority for them. And I think that's that's one thing that's really important. Yeah. And I think it's, mm. it comes also to the why. For example, you, uh, like why do people want to be a leader? And everybody has different reasons. My reason is to inspire, um, to inspire change. And I guess uh, just having that for all those other areas as well. Oh, wow, listeners. I hope you really enjoyed that mashup. Some fantastic things that Lundy... Mark and Steve have shared. Lundy is on episode 11 if you want to go listen to the full episode. Mark is on episode 13 and Steve is on episode 14. Go and check out those full episodes and once again, share them with three other people. Love to get them involved with the podcast. Fantastic information, insights and learnings that have been shared by our three wonderful guests. Hey team, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, we would love to see you on those two different platforms and love you to join the community and so forth. So listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. Hey, look out for the episodes as they're being released. Download put a review or listen to them, put a review and a rating and we'd love to see those reviews and ratings come through. Feel free to share them with your friends and as I said before, feel free to share with them with three different friends as well and uh, love them to hear the actual podcast. Hey, if there's any feedback you'd like to give me about the whole show or if there's a, a question you have for my guests as I'm interviewing them or if you have a question for the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode which happens once a week, feel free to send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Hey team, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 